to the What Rank Are We Now podcast with your hosts, Madeline and Nikki. We will be diving into everything you need to know from the spouse side of the military, such as moving, careers, forming relationships, medical care, and much more. So without further ado, let's get into it. Hello. (laughs) Oh, was I starting? (laughs) Well, no, I was just waiting for you to say hi. Oh, hi. (laughs) I figured you would also say hi. Um, Welcome back to the What Rank Are We Now podcast. Today, we will be discussing how to make the best of a duty station. Because we all know that not everywhere is the best base to be at. Correct. But you got to make the best of it because... Because you're stuck there. Yeah. <laughs> at least for three years minimum. Probably. Right? That would be my assumption. Minimum. Or it could be like 18 years whether until you get your next duty station. That, that is true. Ian was at Carson from 2012 to 2019, mm-hmm. 2020. Yeah. So Jason, this is our second base. And Jason's been in the military for almost 10 years at this point. So yep. we stayed in Washington for, or he stayed in Washington for eight years before he got his first duty station. And honestly, if he wanted to, he would stay there for his entire career. I feel like Ian probably could have stayed at Carson. Isn't, I feel like that's wild that both of our husbands... Especially because of the differences of what they do. Yeah, for real. That's wild. But anyway. I, don't, I don't know now because Jason's career field got merged. So who knows? Yeah. So here we are talking about the how to make the best of the duty station that you know you're going to be at for a hot minute. So our first tip would be to quickly get familiar with what the base has to offer. So when we say that, we mean like if you're going to live on or off base, understand Sorry if you can hear the the dog. <laughs> the dog <laughs> just wandering around, clickety click. She just wants some love. Anyway, <laughs> um, if you're gonna live on or off base, like understand that the base itself does offer. Like oh. they have like the MWR. They have their own gyms. What have... what is the MWR, Nikki? Explain. The MWR is basically like. They set up like vacations and little outdoor like, trips, yeah. and you can rent bikes or paddle boards or whatever the case may be. Yeah, and every base has it, so it's kind of nice, no matter where you go, that you can at least. Freya, Freya, come on! <laughs> can you sit down? Sit. You sit. I can't. You can't sit on my lap. I'm sorry. Life of dog. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um. So understand that you have that no matter what. But there's also, you know, go to the commissary, look around, go to the gyms, go look at the library. The library, like they're they have such great resources. Like the gym will always have free classes, whether you're into yoga, spin, CrossFit, do 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 Zumba, Zumba, whatever you're into yoga, whatever you're into, like they have classes for. Exactly. So even if you don't intend to do it like long term, you're doing it more so just like meet people. It's still a resource for you. Mm-hmm. And it's free. Yes. That's so a, you that's even, a biggie. You don't even have to commit to like doing a month of CrossFit or something because you never tried it. You want to try at least one class or so, and then you find out you don't like it. You didn't, you didn't pay for it. You didn't yeah. pay for it. You just don't go. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then that's the same with the library. Like, finding out that they do, like, toddler reads, 
and story time. And then they do like, um, they have like a Lego club for older kids, mm-hmm. a writing club yeah, for they adults. Have, they have a lot of stuff. And I know here, since we're in Germany, they do a German story time. Mm-hmm. So they have obviously someone that speaks German. I would assume they're a German <laughs> native. I don't know, but, um, but they come in and they'll read stories in German, and I'm sure mm-hmm. they probably translate it as well. So, but then they also have available like uh, language, like Rosetta Stone. So, like if you do get stationed overseas to a different country and you want to learn the language, like they have free resources for you to learn the language too. You just have to go and yeah, you just have to be proactive. That's yeah. kind of the whole point of this episode is we're trying to urge you to be proactive. Like don't pigeonhole yourself and sit at home yeah even if you're not overseas yes don't and like sit at home just know that there's also introverts like you too if you are an introvert that if you're into knitting or like just want to sit there but still be in the presence of somebody like other people too like they they have like quiet clubs that's true they it's- offer i know here and i'm pretty sure they did it at drum every once in a while they offer like game nights bunko yeah like they and they do bingo they do mm-hmm. i've never I heard of bunko until i moved to washington i was just like what is this nonsense and i know a lot of bases have bowling alleys oh my gosh love bowling yeah like, there's there's <laughs> a lot to do it. like if yeah. you're too nervous to explore the area outside of base the at base least has, get to know the base yeah the base has like the restaurants they have fast food places they have shopping, vendors, all that stuff. So don't be afraid to just drive around. Yeah, just go. Just see what's available. Because back in Washington, it was Joint Base Lewis-McChord. So there's the Air Force side and the McCord side. And then there's the Fort Lewis side, which is massive. Like there's North Fort, which had, the, which had American Lake. So like we could go to the lake and rent a boat and stuff from MWR, rent a boat. But, like, I would never have known that if my friends didn't mention it one day. And I'm not sure how they found out. Maybe someone at work was talking about it. But if I just stayed on the Air Force side, I would never have known that was an option for me. Yeah, definitely go and get out. Even if it's a small base. Like, Drum was not big by any means. But that doesn't mean that they don't have some sort of resource for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next one is get involved in activities on or off base. If you have the time. Because you may be working. So... I would say even if you are working, like, it just comes down to, I hate to put it this way because I don't like this phrase, <laughs> but that, like, self-care yeah. aspect of things. Make if it a priority. Want, yeah, if you want to enjoy where you are, even if you're working, find, if you like sports, go join some sort of sports They club. have it. <laughs> you can do it on base. You could do it off base. Doesn't really matter. Again, you could go to the gym. You could join a CrossFit thing. You could... I don't know. Join a running club. Or if you're not even active, like you can join a book club or you can join a, like a work training club or whatever. Like they have something available. Like I think I'm in a Facebook group for like the KMC green thumbs because I try to get into plants. Yeah. They have a foraging page. Yeah. And then they have a foraging page. Like they have a page for everything for the community. So like Google your area and see what pages pop up. Because yeah. you'll be you'll be surprised, and then there's like people for beauty pages and mm-hmm. what have you. It's you just have to be proactive. Yeah, it's definitely <laughs> pick pick what you enjoy doing and just go. I know that it can be hard because 
you want to go do things with friends, but you're never going to make friends if you don't put yourself out there. Mm -hmm. And the best way to make friends is do things that you enjoy because that's an automatic connection with that other person. Mm -hmm. Um, Our next tip is to be vulnerable. Oh my gosh. I don't know why that was so hard for (laughs) me to say. (laughs) Um, Don't be afraid to use social media to connect with others in the community. So I think we talked about like how you and I met on Facebook Mm -hmm. in our intro episode. Um, But there's so many people like they even make it funny too. like, here's an application to be my friend. And like you fill out the application to be this person's friend. (laughs) But like that way you got to know like what this person liked to do. And I thought it was like really creative. (laughs) I mean, that's what social media is there for. Yeah. Is to help you connect with people. So post that you want to make friends. And like you can, you can literally post be like, Hey, I'm into video games. I'm looking for fellow gamers for wow. My husband plays WoW. That's why I know. <laughs> what is WoW? Uh, World of Warcraft. Oh. God. See, you can tell. I don't know anything about games. So, like, if Jason wanted to make friends that played WoW so that way he can raid with people, like, he could make a pose and be like, hey, I'm looking for people who are into WoW or, like, want to learn how to play. Uh, I want to play, like, on Tuesdays and Thursdays from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I, I thought that. I think that's pretty creative. I think even just searching for, even if you, let's say you're not asking for like a friendship per se, but being like, Hey, you know, I want to form a volleyball team to play Mm -hmm. in the co-ed, whatever. Or I want to do, I want to start a craft club or a scrapbooking club. Like that's not necessarily asking for friendship, but it is asking for people to connect with. Yeah. And that's what's important, especially because, again, that's how you make friends. And that's how you make friends in the area, too, to just enjoy the suck together. (laughs) Pretty much. Yeah, that's true. Um, And then our next tip, I guess there's five tips. I think we should have specified two. But so the fourth tip would be to explore the area surrounding the base. This one I feel like is a big one. I feel like people get again they pigeonhole themselves and they think there's nothing around this base for me I'm never going to find anything that I like to do and that's especially like somewhere like here where there's a language barrier people almost like freak out they have anxiety and like even driving in another country like there's a lot of anxiety yeah but you're again you're never gonna know unless you just go and figure it out yeah like uh, I have a friend who they only have one car and she pushed herself to get out of the house and learn the train system. And now that's all she does. She takes a train everywhere and she's so resourceful with this. And I thought it was fantastic because she didn't just like let the fear of driving get in the way of her. I don't know if she was afraid of driving or just because he had the one car. Um, but it was it's nice because I had anxiety of taking the German train because it's such a different train. It's such a different system than it was for Washington or even the New York New Jersey area too. Um, so yeah, I thought that was really cool. She just put her like, put herself out there and just like was wasn't like, I'm gonna figure it out. And I can look dumb doing it, and I don't care because I'm never gonna see these people again. Yeah, but at least true. I'll know and feel confident for next time. That is true, and I, and it's 
if you don't leave the surrounding area, there's a lot that you miss out on. Yeah. Like, so it's one of those things that if you can't, like if we would have never left the area of where Drum was, there's really not a whole hell of a lot. Like if you've ever been to Drum, there's not a whole heck of a lot out there. Like you have to drive a decent distance to really go anywhere. Mm-hmm. But if you're willing to, the Canadian border is like 35, 40 minutes away. Like you could That's go it. In, yeah, <laughs> you could go into Canada, which we never did, and I 100% regret. Mm-hmm. But you could go to the Adirondacks. The Adirondacks are like three hours away. Love the Adirondacks. There's a. Like, if you're an outdoorsy person, that's a great place to be. There's a lot to do. It's just you have to be willing to look for it. If you're not willing to learn, you are going to be stuck on base all the time. I think that's, like, another situation, like, in Washington, like, it, it... Where JBLM is, like, you have to drive 40 minutes to Seattle, which should take you 40 minutes, but because of traffic, it's terrible, and it takes 10 years, it feels like. But honestly, like, once you like figure out like all the hiking available or like if you're not into hiking even going into seattle and seeing like the music scene or like the restaurant scene like it's fantastic like you just really have to be uncomfortable be comfortable with getting uncomfortable. yeah with being uncomfortable yeah. absolutely because like working in seattle i was able to learn the trains and the buses and you get it it's the orchid card which allows you to use any sort of like tram mm-hmm. bus or train to get me from Tacoma to Seattle. So if there was so much traffic, I'm like, okay, well, let's take the train and bing, bam, boom. That's really nice that it's all on bing, bam, boom. one little transportation card. Mm-hmm. That's really nice. See, I would have never known that unless either I, if I, obviously I do know Maddie, but <laughs> if, if we ever get stationed there, at least now I know, because yeah. otherwise I would have had to find that out on my own. Oh my gosh. And it, the, the train takes you right into, um, Gosh, what's that stadium? The Mariner Stadium and the Seahawks Stadium. Oh my gosh. And <laughs> the Sounders right there. So like all of that stuff. Like there's so many resources available. You just have to drive. Yes. Or like just learn about it or like explore the surrounding areas. <laughs> I would say like being over in Europe, this is probably one of the top places that I see people really limit themselves Mm -hmm. they're like i want they'll post on facebook and they'll be like i want to do this 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 and this but it has to be within a 30 minute drive of the kmc area and everybody's like this is a joke yeah like you can't do any of that within a 30 minute drive like you have to be willing to go further than that and there are just so many people that aren't willing it just blows my mind like we know ian has a well i guess he's kind of a co-worker um that's stationed at I want to say either bomb holder or spanked. No, maybe it's spanked on. And he ran into it with the BX one day and he was like, yeah, you know, I've been stationed here for almost four years now. And Ian was like, okay, well we've been here for two. Like how come you didn't say anything? And he was like, well, we don't really ever leave spanked on. Like we don't travel. And Ian was like, okay, but don't you come to the, like the BX? And he was like, well, the BX is like an hour from Spangdalem, so he's like, we have to make a day of it, which just like blows my mind. But we're removing the animals. Clickety click, clickety click. <laughs> they just know it's so nice outside. They're like, mom, 
we just we know it's nice and we're antsy and we really want to go outside. Oh my goodness. Which if you have been in Germany for any sort of time, you would know that you don't see the sun really in the wintertime. So when it is sunny outside, you gotta take advantage yeah, of it. Yeah, you take advantage oh of my it. Gosh. All this dog hair too. Get pets, they said it'll be fun. <laughs> Lies. Oh, that's another thing too. If you do have an animal, use your oh animal as an excuse. Like the dog park, the every base has a dog park too, mm-hmm. and you can. I can't imagine. I can't tell you guys like how many people stopped me in Washington when I walked my dogs just to start talking to me about my dogs. And I actually met one of my really good friends in Washington because of, she had a dog. So we would go to the field together to let our dogs play. <laughs> That's how when we were at Drum, when we first got Ivory, I would take her, since we lived in an apartment, I would have to take her out front to go to the bathroom. And the people across the street saw that we got a puppy and they were like, can we meet your dog? And that's how I became friends with them. But Nikki, I have a cat. There's cat people like that. Like you can ha- invite people over to play with their cats too. Like use your animal as... Or be one of those people that puts your cat on a leash. I don't know. I don't like... I'm allergic to cats. I can't speak on this I'm this not going to lie. I tried to put my cat on a leash. It did not work. <laughs> but at the end of the day, like, you can always just post on Facebook, like, hey, I'm a cat person. Like, I need tips to, like, get my cat to stop scratching my furniture. And then, like, you're building a connection off somebody who also has a cat. And you're like, hey... You want to come over and play with my cat? Go volunteer at, like, a humane society. Ooh, yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, go... That's another thing off base that you can go do. Like, Mm -hmm. just go and do things you enjoy. And then I would say our last thing is to make it a priority to make a strong group of friends as quickly as possible. Yes, and I feel like it's, like, um... You don't want to settle for friends. Like, you're going to meet people and think, like, have really great first impressions. And then you come to realize that they're pretty shitty people. <laughs> you know, like, I don't want this person to be my friend group. But Which is fine. Which is fine. Like, it's not the end all be all. Like, you're not committed to being this person's friend. Like, you can make go out and make more friends. Yeah. Or, like, post on Facebook. Be like, hey, I want to do, go on a evening walk around the block. Like, Anybody care to join? Yeah. Or something like that. But like having a strong group of friends wherever you are as fast as you can helps offload this sense of... Of loneliness. Yeah. Of like... Because your spouse is going to make friends in his or her unit Mm -hmm. and you may not click with their spouses or their family and then you're just like, well, what do I have? Yeah, exactly. And that's kind of the point is make, don't tie yourself to being like affiliated with the military and like, you don't have to be friends with other spouses if you don't want to be make friends off base and that's fine. Yeah. Just make sure you have some sort of support system. Yeah. It could be one person. It could be four people. Yeah. Like as Matt, it doesn't matter at the end of the day, just as long as you have someone that you feel you can rely on if you need something, Mm -hmm. that's the most important thing. Yeah, because being out in a new place, wherever you are, stateside or overseas, it's one, scary, two, very lonely. Mm -hmm. And like, it is very uncomfortable getting to the new base and be like, I know nobody. I don't know anybody. (laughs) I don't know anything. Like, what am I going to do? I'm bored out of my mind. Yes. 
yeah, it's definitely get get out there as quickly as possible. Even if you don't have like your household goods and stuff, like you don't have to invite anybody over to your house. You can go. You can elsewhere. go to the park. I yeah. think Maddie and I met at the park with our babies, and we were. I think she may have. She and Josh may have moved off base already, but like I was still in TLF. I'm pretty sure. If my memory serves me. So I'm like, I would love to say that my memory can serve you, but I wasn't even here yet. <laughs> but that's the thing. Like, once we got into TLF and we were out of COVID and all that shenanigans, and I was able to be out of quarantine, uh, I found, I think Josh actually posted, he was looking for rock climbing and friends. And Jason rock climbed way back when, when he was prior to the military, he was like a climbing instructor. And he's always said, like, I want to get back into rock climbing. So I'm like, well, great. This guy's... I found you a friend. Yeah. And then he's like... And then Josh also, post in his post, said, I'm looking for a rock climbing friend. My wife is into rock climbing, and I have a six-month-old. And I'm like, I'm not really into rock climbing. But I have a kid. But I have a kid. <laughs> and I, I like to be outside. So, I mean, I can learn to... I mean, I never really rock climbed. I'm just scared of heights, I guess. That's me. <laughs> that is 100% me. <laughs> So like I commented, I'm like, hey Jason, I met this I met this guy <laughs> for hey, you. <laughs> I met you a partner. <laughs> and they've been our really good friends since now they're leaving <laughs> in <Yeah>. June. <laughs> but like it's been like almost three years. And that's kind of a really cool thing too, is that you might cycle through some people. But at the end of the day, you'll know yeah. that, like, the people you meet in the military are the people that you stay close with for the rest of your life. Especially the people that are, like, the active duty members. Mm-hmm. They create such special bonds with certain people. And those are people that, even when you're at different duty stations, you still call them and you and plan to see each other. And it's, it's so funny that you say that because, Jason, when we got married... We obviously had our group of friends in Washington, but we had our wedding in New Jersey. And so many people flew out from Washington to be at our wedding. And it was just such a great feeling to know that, like, we have these friendships and bonds with these people that, like, weren't from our childhood, weren't from school. But they'll do literally anything for you. Yeah. And it was such a great feeling. And still to this day, like... I have friends all over the world right now and we're still communicating. It may not be as much or as frequent, but like once we start talking, it's like picking up where we left off. And it's one of those things where if you like really needed something, you could call them Mm -hmm. and you know that they understand and they're going to be willing to help. Yeah. Which is super nice. So you might cycle through some shitty people. I'm not going to lie. There are a lot of shitty people that you'll run into on a military base, but Mm -hmm. that doesn't mean that everybody Everybody. is shitty. Mm -hmm. So keep that in mind. Yes. Other than that, I feel like you got the gist of it. Yeah. Get out there as soon as you can. Make a good amount of friends. And don't be a hermit. Just just really put yourself out there and like live your life. Yeah. To the fullest because yeah. it, the duty station may suck, but you can be in the suck together with friends. Pretty much. <laughs> Make the best of the suck. Yeah. That doesn't sound the best, but that's okay. <laughs> but but you know, you know what we mean. Because at fine. the end of the day, you're never gonna be at a base where you fully love. That's true. Like 
I love being out in Germany, but there are some things I'm like, man, I can't wait to move back home. <laughs> yeah, I would 100% agree. So yeah, make the best of the duty station. And we appreciate you listening to our podcast and we will see you guys on our next episode. Thank you so much for listening to What Rank Are We Now? If you enjoyed the episode, please leave us a review and subscribe to our podcast. You can also find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Patreon for more exclusive content.